thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord.
Aleluya. Aleluya, aleluya. Thank you, Jesus. Victory is mine. Victory today. 
as I turn it over to him. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. On this blessed Tuesday night, I pray all is well with all thy brothers and sisters all around the world. And I pray strength and love and blessings for all. Amen, amen. Our our topic tonight is God is able to make the impossible possible. And we're going to go on some scriptures tonight. To go with our topic, but as we go into, we start with the book of Luke. We're going to start with the book of Luke, chapter 11, chapter 17, verse 11 through 19. Amen, amen. And as we read together, we hear the word, God's word, and as we are following along together, we understand that we gain and understand that God is able to make the things that we see that we will never get over, that we will never get through. God is able to allow and allow us to make it over and make it through. And the possible things that we see impossible, God will make them possible. Amen, amen, and thank God. Amen. Starting with verse 11. Hallelujah. It reads, And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And then he saw them, he then said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Amen, hallelujah. So as Jesus was passing through Samaria and Galilee, the word says he entered into a certain village where there were Ten men that were that were had lepers on their body. They were very ill. Hallelujah. And this they were ill for a long, long time. So as he saw them, they were way afar. Jesus had saw them. And as they saw Jesus, they lifted up their voice and they said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Because many, many times they have been going through the lepers on their body, the sickness, the illness, people talking about them, uh, not wanting to be surrounded around these ten men who had the, lep the lepers on their bodies because they were afraid that they would get it themselves. But when they saw Jesus, they said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Because they heard of the many things Jesus had done, the many miracles he had done. So they said right away, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Hallelujah. On us. 
Amen. And he then said to them, he instructed them, go show yourselves unto the priest. Go as you are instructed to show yourselves unto the priest. And it reads on, it says, and it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. So as they did what God had instructed them to do, to go see the priest, go show yourself unto the priest, all ten of you, not one, not two, not three, not some, but all, go show yourselves unto the priest. And if you do as you are instructed from the Father, then you will be healed. Amen. And and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back. And with a loud voice, he glorified God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And he fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Hallelujah. So when Jesus had spoken to these ten men, when he told them to go show themselves unto the priest, it wasn't one that went to the priest, but it was all ten that went. But it read, as we read on, it, 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 it says that only one came back and with a loud voice glorified God. So it was only one that came back and gave thanks unto Jesus. He gave only one. And this brother, he was or ways off, but the others were, uh, they lived there, but this Samaritan that was just passing through, he himself came back. When he got his healing, when he was healed, he came back to give thanks and to give praise and to say thank you. And then Jesus in return said, what wasn't there ten of you that kept, that uh, that I told, that I instructed to go unto the priest? But only one came back. Now, it shows the great power of being in agreement with the Father. Being in agreement with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, it was only one person that came back, but they all should have came back. We have to understand ourselves as children of God and uh, the brothers and sisters all over this uh, great earth. We have to understand we must give thanks. No matter what we face, no matter what we go through, we got to give thanks. We got to give praises. We got to say hallelujah. We have to We have to just be able to give praises each and every day of our lives. And each and every day we are fortunate to be able to wake and rise. Hallelujah. But being able to understand if we follow God's word and we follow his instructions, uh, God will make a way out of no way. The impossible things that we see, we will never make it through or get past. God, if we put our faith and our and we believe in God's word and trust his words and apply his words, we won't be left astray. We stay we gotta stay in God's word. We gotta trust in the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. And we gotta be in agreement. There is great power in the in agreement. Hallelujah. And if we are in agreement, 
and we are following God's word. We are worshiping. We are praising and giving thanks. Hallelujah. Giving thanks and praying day in and day out. Prayer is needed now more than ever. We need prayer. Each and every day of our lives, we should never go without praying, giving thanks, saying hallelujah. Because God has done so much for all of us, and we should be able to glorify his mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It says in verse 17, it reads, Were there not ten cleansed, but there, but where are the nine? So as one came, one of the men came back that were healed, he's saying, where are the nine that were healed, but only you came back? Where are they? He said, there are not found that return to give glory to God. Save this stranger. Hallelujah. So the the nine did not want to give once they got their healing, they they went about their way. But this one brother came back and said, You know what, I'm gonna glorify God. I'm gonna give him thanks because he did a mighty thing for me. And not just for me, but for all these other nine brothers. But they didn't want to come back. But I'm going to get my healing. And I, I'm going to thank him for my healing. Now, that's a great thing that he did. He didn't have to come back once he got his healing. He could have went on about his way. But he he came back with God to give him praises, to, give, to, to say hallelujah, thank you for the healing that I have received. Hallelujah. And if we just trust God, rely on God, allow God to lead us through and through, and don't worry about the situation we may face, and just trust God and follow his instructions, things won't get easier, but we everything will, will work out as it should. Hallelujah. But we cannot, we can, when, when we, when God heals or doing a, a, a blessed thing in our lives, we, we we have to come back to God, being able to thank him. We thank him each and every day of our lives. If he does something for us or not, even when we are waiting, we got to give thanks and praise to God because each and every day is a day to be alive, another day to to, to a do-over. Hallelujah. And a lot, of, a lot of our brothers and sisters tonight are not, we're not as fortunate to wake and rise to see this blessed Tuesday day and also this Tuesday night. So we have to just give thanks to God. Give him all the glory. And just give thanks to him. Because he is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our next scripture tonight. Uh, my brothers and sisters. We're going to go into the book of. We're going to go into the book of. Uh, Daniel. We're going to go into the book of Daniel. Amen. 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 We've got to continue to stay in the word of God together and to impart it to one another because, you know, this earthly journey, you know, we can all say we, we have had some tough times, you know, but we're going to make it through. we just got to trust God and know that God, uh, you know, the impossible, he will make possible. we just got to trust God, believe in God word and apply his word because he is he is a way maker you know he will show up and 
you know, open doors and also close them when they need to be closed. But we have to trust God. Hallelujah. Even in these times, we have to impart them to our brothers and sisters all over this world because we we all can take a little encouragement from one another, but we have to be able to do it. We have to be able to to encourage one another. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We just thank God tonight, each and every night, because he is worthy to be praised. Amen. 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 And we're going to start with verse... Amen. We're going to start with chapter 3, Daniel chapter 3, verse 1 through... Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 3, verse 16 through 28. Amen. And as we read, we allow God to, to, to come and strengthen us. Now more than ever, strengthen us. As we read line to line together, and we allow, allow God's word to move us and to strengthen us like never before. Amen. Amen. And we start with verse 16, and it reads, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hands, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, hallelujah, and the form of his vices was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spoke and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Amen. Before we move on, amen. King Nebuchadnezzar had came, built an, a golden image that he wanted all his people to worship, to worship. And he said, if you do not worship this golden image, you will be put into this, the fire furnace. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they heard of this, they themselves said, no, we're going to serve our God, our God. Not the God that you made out of gold. No, we're going to serve our God no matter what 
you say or do, we're going to serve our God. But the other people, they were afraid because the outcome was to be burnt and put into this fiery furnace. Hallelujah. But we got to understand even in these days and these times, we can't be afraid. We got to stand on the word of God no matter what. We got to stand on God and put him first and not worry about what the outcome may be. If we are applying God's word, trusting God through and through, we ain't got to worry. We just got to have faith and believe that God is going to deliver for all of us. And he's going to make a way out of nowhere for all of his children. And we got to just say hallelujah and say thank you, God, because you are working and you are moving for all of your children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. As we go to verse 22, it reads, Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, hallelujah, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the burning furnace, fire furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was a stone, and rose up in haste, and spoke and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst? Of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. Meaning that, yes, we did. Yes, we, we threw three men in there. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt done unto them. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Hallelujah. So meaning that it wasn't just Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in there. The father was in there as well with them. He was in there with them. And because they had faith and they believed, the father allowed no harm to be done until Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He allowed no harm to be done. Hallelujah. And we have to understand in these times that we are in, my brothers and my sisters, that no matter what may transpire in our lives, no matter what we go through, no matter what situation, tough or or, uh, bad situation, whatever, we have to understand that God is with us. If we keep our faith and believe, The impossible, God will make possible in our lives. But we have to believe. We can't worry about the outcome, but we have to worry about just trusting God, having faith, and just believing, and standing on the word of God. Because when it's all said and done, the word of God is key on this earthly journey, and that's what is going to help us on this earthly journey. Trusting God, trusting his word. Applying applying prayer in our lives, in our family, and parting into one another words of encouragement, words of love, and blessing one another. Amen.
Hallelujah. And verse 26 reads, Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spoke. He spoke and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High, God, come forth and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire. Hallelujah. And the princesses, governors, and the captains, and the kings, the counselors being gathered together, they saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was as hair of their head seen. Neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. Hallelujah. Look how great and how amazing our God is. And how powerful he is. Now these counselors, these governors, the princes, the captains, when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out as King Nebuchadnezzar asked them to, they saw that their bodies were, there was no harm done unto their bodies. They were not burned. Their clothes were not had not tarnished, their hair was still the same as they went in. Hallelujah. And verse 28 says, Then Nebuchadnezzar spoke and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him and have changed the king's word, and yielded their bodies, that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own god. Hallelujah. Therefore I make a decree that every people, nation, and language which speak anything amiss against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, shall make a made a dunce hill because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and the providence of Babylon. Hallelujah. Look how good God is. How he was able to change things on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's behalf. Now, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they stood on God's word. They stood with God, no matter what. When Nebuchadnezzar said, oh, you got to serve this gold graven image, they said, no, we're going to serve our God through and through. No matter what you say, no matter what you do or to any of us, we're going to serve our God who will deliver us no matter what you say or do. Hallelujah. And he and God showed up and made a showed up made a way for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they were in that fiery furnace. Now many times we we, we ourselves as as brothers and sisters, all of us, we can we can say we even in these times, like we feel that we are in that fiery furnace. Hallelujah. That situation that have us like we are literally in that furnace, hallelujah. But we have to 
believe and receive God's word. We have to understand that we are not in that furnace alone, but God is there with us. Uh, he is there with us, and we got to have faith and knowing that God is there. He's fighting with us, that we are not, we're not going to be defeated, but we're going to prosper, and that we're going to make it out of that fiery situation that think, we think has us at that particular moment or time. But we have to understand that God is all-powerful, that he is a way-maker. And no matter what your situation may look like, what it may seem like, you must understand, you must believe and have faith in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Because uh, the enemy will try to uh, discombobulate our mind, body, soul, spirit. And we have to understand that the best attack against Satan, the enemy, and his minions, is the word of God, trusting God and applying his word. Because if we're applying God's word through and through, reading his word, prayer, and no matter where we are, just sharing the word of God with one another, it won't make things easier. But you'll know, hey, I ain't worried. God is right there. I'm not worried. God is there. I'm not worried. I'm going to make it through. We have to say these things, and we have to believe that God is going to make work. We got to believe that God will provide. We got to believe that God will, will protect and bring us through every situation that we seem that may be a fiery situation. We got to believe that we're going to make it out of that fiery situation. Just for example, here in Florida, we had a the storm, tropical storm had came through flooded parts of our area, Fort Lauderdale and certain other parts in Miami. But yes, we lost power. Yes, we may lose uh, 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 materialistic things, but when it's all said and done, we still are above ground. No lives lost. And God was with us through and through. Yeah, the wind was blowing hard. Yes, the, 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 it was pouring down, but God in that time was pouring down blessings our way. Hallelujah. So we have to understand, even though we may have got flooded in, even though things might have even got destroyed from the flood and from the rain, maybe cars got stuck in the water. You may have to get your car fixed after those, the water subsides. But we still thank the Lord because, God, you kept us throughout the storm. And through any storm we face on this earthly journey, God is going to keep us. But we have to be able to have that strength to say, Lord, I know you're going to keep me. Lord, I know you have all of us. I know, Lord, you're going to make a way out of the way. Lord, I know you're going to turn things around on, on all of our behalf. We have to speak that. We have to, because our words have power. Now, if we're speaking like, oh, you know, uh, and we're, we're, we're weary and, and scared and, oh, how is this water going to get out? How is it? God is going to make a way. No matter how long it takes, the water will subside. God watered the earth. He watered here in Fort Lauderdale and other places. And we thank the Lord. We thank the Lord for the water. 
Things got uh, destroyed, but thank you, thank you, Lord, for the blessings you poured in for all of us. Hallelujah. Things got destroyed, but I, we were still above ground and alive. That's the most important thing. We are alive. God kept us. Power went out. But we're still above ground and among the living. And that in itself is a blessing. That is a blessing. And we can say today, hey, we made it throughout the storm. Hallelujah. So in the storm we face, any fiery situation we feel that uh, may have us, we have to say, Lord, I know you're there. Lord, I know you're going to make a way. Lord, I know that all I got to do is keep on trusting you, keep having faith and keep believing. Because I know you're going to bring me out. We got to say it. With from deep down, we gotta we can't just think it, but we gotta speak it out of our mouth. Because when we, when we speak it, and when we believe, then we won't worry about the war. We won't worry about situations that we think may have us at that moment or that time. We just gotta believe and trust in God and speak life on our situation. Hallelujah. No matter what situation it is, we got to speak life. We got to speak life. Hallelujah. We got to speak life. And we got we, we to gotta understand that the impossible, God will make possible in all of our lives. Not some, but all, for all of us. But we got to first have faith and we got to believe through and through. While we're going through our situation and while God is bringing us out, slowly out. And it can't it can't be just that one time when God brings you out. It gotta be there after there after forever until Jesus comes back for his second coming. We gotta have faith. Even though we don't see things changing, we gotta have faith already. That Lord, you are working. You are working, Lord. You are moving on my behalf. On all of our behalf. We gotta believe. And we gotta receive God's word now more than ever because uh, the Lord's the Lord's word gives us strength. Even when you're going into the word of God and you're able to read line to line, God's word has power. So we're reading line to line together, and we're just saying, "Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, you made a way for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They stood on your word, and that's that's an example. We stand on God's word." And stand on God, hallelujah. We don't have to worry. God will make a way out of nowhere and he'll make a miracle happen for any of us, all of us. But we just got to have faith and believe. We got to do our part. God's going to show up do his part. No matter how, when, how long it takes, he's going to do his part. But we have to be able to do our part as well. We, he can, we can't just allow God to, to do his part. And we don't do ours. No. That's not how it goes. We got to be able to work with the Father. He's going to move, but we got to move with the Father. We got to work with him. We got to apply his word. And we have to, no matter what, keep faith and believe. Hallelujah. Amen and thank God. Our next, last scripture for tonight, we're going to, we're going to go into the book of Acts. Hallelujah.
Amen. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. You know, just being able to go into the Word another day is a blessing. And every time you're able to go into the Word of God, you know, it gives you that, that much-needed fuel and that energy. You know, maybe from work, uh, you know, each and every day, you know, just being able to go into the Word of God, you know, gives you that much energy, that energy you might have lost on your own today. I know I have today. But God, just go by going into the Word of God, God has imparted more fuel and energy into thee, and I thank the Father. He is amazing. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, thank God. Amen. So as we go into the book of Acts together, our last scripture for tonight, amen. Book, the chapter 16, amen. Thank the Lord. Okay. Amen. Now we're going to read uh, verse 6 through 40. Amen. And it reads, Now when they had gone throughout Phygra, Phrygia, and the region of Galicia, and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. After they were come to Mysa, they assayed to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. And they, passing by Mysa, came down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a, a, a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately he, we, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel into them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Therefore, losing from choice, we came with a straight course to Samaritan, and the next day to Nepos, and from thence to Philippians, which is the chief city of the part of Macedonia, and a colony. And we were in the city abiding certain days. And on the Sabbath, we went out of the city by a riverside, hallelujah, where prayer was wont to be made. And we sat down and spoke unto the woman which was resorted there. And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Theatra, which worshipped God, heard us, whose heart the Lord opened, hallelujah, that she attended unto the things which were spoken, spoken of Paul. And when she was baptized in her household, she besought us, saying, If ye have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, 
Come into my house and abide there. And she constrained us. Amen. So this, this woman, Lydia, she heard Paul speaking and God moved into her. The words that were spoken moved, touched her, and God touched her. God touched her, hallelujah, and allowed her and said, made her make a change and say to open up her home to Paul, hallelujah. And it says, and it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain dasmal, possessed with a spirit of divination, met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us, and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. Hallelujah. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus to come out of her, in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And it came out that same hour. Hallelujah. So as this woman who was possessed with a spirit, Paul spoke unto her, and he said, I command thee, in the name of Jesus Christ, to come out of her. And at that moment, that spirit left her. Amen. And when her master saw that the hope of their games was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers. So this this made the masters very upset and mad that they were doing these things, preaching and uh, speaking and things to happen, miracles to happen. And this was not supposed to be taking place. So as they saw Paul and Silas, they caught them, and it says, and brought them to their magistrates, saying, these men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city, and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. So they had a law that these things were not supposed to be taught. They were not supposed to be taught. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet 
fast in the thoughts. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Now, hallelujah. Now, Paul and Silas, they, it reads in verse 22, it reads that their clothes were ripped, ripped off and they were beaten. And that many stripes were laid upon them by the jailers as they were instructed. Amen. Now, through through being whipped, through their clothes being ripped off, in verse 25 it reads that at midnight, Paul and Silas, they prayed. And they sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. So, while they were beaten, while their clothes were taken, off and they were beaten so savagely like they were dogs they still no matter what they gave time for God even though that this just happened to them they prayed at midnight together to God hallelujah now we, that tells us as well all of us we should be able to, no matter what we face or go through, we should be able to pray and always sing praises to God, no matter what. No matter what, maybe today we might have not had no good day. Maybe we had a rough day today, but we just give praises to God through prayer, through song, and praying together, and just spending time with God, no matter what. Because God loves all of us, and he wants to do a new thing in all of our lives. But we have to, we have to, no matter what, just trust God. We have to rely on Him, no matter what. Rely on Him. Allow us to allow God to lead us and be led by God, and allow Him to to move in our lives. Because when we allow Him to move, no matter what we we face or go through on our on this earthly journey, we have to be able to allow God to to, to take control. And we must be able to follow behind the Father and be on one accord with the Father and also be in agreement with the Father. And it's important. You know, uh, while we are on this earth of the journey, while we still have breath in our body, we have to do these things because when we are, when there's no life in our body, we cannot do it then. But we got to do it now. And if we do it all together, you know, if we do it collectively as one, together, in peace and harmony and love, you know, but that's what God's, God wants to see in this world today. Because this 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 urban journey will not be forever. It will not be forever. And we have to understand that now more than ever. We have to understand that. It's going to get worse and worse. The trials will not get easier. They will get harder and harder. But we have to be able to still praise God, still worship God, still pray to the Father. Because he is, you know, he, he has always been awesome, marvelous, amazing, 
And he's all powerful. Amen. And he's able to make the impossible possible. Amen. Okay. Amen. As we read on, verse 26 reads, And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundation of the prison was shaken. And immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bands were loosed. Hallelujah. And the keeper of the prison awoke out of his sleep, and he saw that the prison doors were open. He drew out his sword, and he would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But, but Paul cried out with a loud voice, saying, do, do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Hallelujah. Before we read on to our last couple verses tonight, hallelujah. Verse 26 shows the great and amazing power the Lord has. How amazing the power of prayer and worship is. When it's coming sincere, when you're praying daily, day in and day out, and just uh, trusting God no matter what. And it's key. And these times that we are in, it's very key. That because you know, it shows that as Paul and Silas prayed at midnight, at that same exact moment, an earthquake shook the whole prison and the foundations around them were shaken. And the band was loose. Now, that's the power of God. That's the power of prayer. That's the power of worship. Being on one accord with the Lord is key. Being on one accord is key. And verse 28 says, But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Now, when this, the, the guard took out his sword and was going to take himself out because he didn't follow what was the instructions given to him. Paul then said, he said, my brother, do yourself no harm. Don't do no harm unto yourself. We are still here. Don't do no harm. Verse 29 reads, then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas, and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. Hallelujah. Now, even in this, in this earthquake, there was a move. It didn't just touch Paul and Silas. It didn't just touch the the those who were the inmates who were there. It also touched the guard that was there. God touched the guard as well. Hallelujah. 
And Paul imparted words to this guard. He said again, he said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. Hallelujah. We got to believe, my brothers and my sisters, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ like never before in these times. Because when it's all said and done, when Jesus come back, we got to be ready. We don't know the time or the hour, but we have to be ready. This blessed scripture is very important in these times that we are in. It's very, very important. I know many times, even I can say myself, many times feel like, you know, things have may, maybe have me uh, barred together or got a hold on thee, but God then steps in and say, I have you. All is well. All is well. So we have to be able to, to, no matter what we're going through, still have faith, still believe and trust in the Lord. Because no matter what we go through or face, there's going to be some ups and downs, uh, you know, some letdowns, uh, you know. But we got to understand that we have the Lord in our corner. We have the Lord there with us and that he is a way maker, that he is able to move on our behalf. Amen. And we got to be able just to hang on in there while God is moving and working. We got to be able to hang on because if we don't hang on, we're not believing in the power of God. We got to allow God to move. But we got to have faith to believe and keep praying, keep worshiping God, keep, keep staying in his word and keep uh, getting strength from the Word of God because every time my brothers and my sisters, you're able to to go into the Word of God and read each verse, verse to verse, whatever book it may be in, book to book, uh, uh, line to line, the Word of God gives you strength and it gives you that energy, that much needed energy you might have thought you lost. It gives you, gives you that extra boost, that fuel you need to keep on going and say that you can make it and you will make it through. But you got to just believe. Don't give up. Don't, don't, don't say, I, I, I want to give up. Don't say, I, I, I changed my mind. Don't say none of that because the enemy wants us to give up. He wants us to give in. But we got to know that God will make the impossible possible. And this is key in, in these times, you know. We can't hang our heads even with the pandemic. Yes, we've been in the pandemic for a long time. But we just got to continue to humble ourselves, trust God, know that he is a way maker, promise keeper, and he's our stronghold and our rock, and that he's with us every step of the way, and that he will deliver when he feels that it's time. Because God only knows when that time will be. We don't know, but we just got to continue to trust God. And we can't hang our heads, but we got to trust him. Because God does everything for a reason. God will make a way out of no way. God will open doors and also close them. But we got to be able to trust him through and through. 
And we can't hang our heads because God has been too good to all of us for us to hang our heads. But we got to keep our head high, not have it low, but keep it high. And know that everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to be fine. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, as we read on, verse 32 reads, And they spoke unto him the word of the Lord, and to all, and to all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night, and washed their stripes, and was baptized, he and all his straightaway. And when he had brought them into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all the house. Hallelujah. I'm going to stop there tonight. Hallelujah. I'm going to stop there tonight. And just being able to just, you know, give thanks and honor and glory to God. Because these, the scriptures we read tonight, was to show that how good and how great and how powerful our Father is. How he can make the impossible possible for us. On the behalf of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, of Paul and Silas, he made a way. He made a way. And it sure will make a way for all of us. For you, for me, for all of us. Because we are God's children. But he wants us all now as his children to have faith, to believe, to knowing that that he has us all in his mighty and amazing hand. And that he will deliver deliver us. From anything, he'll make a way out of the way. He'll provide. He is our rock. The psalmist David said it best. He is our rock. He is my rock. He is our rock. He said it. He knew it. And we have to understand it. We have to understand it. We have to receive God's word. We have to receive God. And we have to just understand that, what it, you know, just, Start thinking, okay? We all have to. We got to ready ourselves to meet our God. Now more than ever. The doors are open and we have to be able to get ready. We have to get ready because our, our eternal home is with the Father. In Revelation chapter 3, verse 8, it says, He says, I have placed before you an open door. That no one can shut. Now in these times now, the Lord has a door open for all of us. That door is open to give him praise. To give him that worship. To, 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 to worship and song and harmony and love. To share together. To build together. And peace and harmony to impart into one another. Now we have to do it now while we have breath in our body. Because when we are six feet under, we won't be able to impart to our brothers and sisters. We won't be able to help one another. We won't be able to uh, bless 
one another. We won't be able to impart into one another. We will not be able to to just share the word of God together when we are six feet under because our, our earthly journey will be no more when we are six feet under. Spirit has gone on in the body. It's underground. But while those of us who are still above ground, the Lord is letting us know, hey, he said he has placed that door open now. And only he can shut it. But when that door shuts, when he shuts it, it won't be back open unless he opens it. But while we have the doors open now, while he has this door open for all of us to worship, to praise, to get things right, we got to do it now because we don't have forever. And we want to spend eternity with the Father. We want to earn our wings. We want to just sing praises and worship him and glorify him forevermore in heaven. But we got to do these things on, on this earthly journey to build ourselves up for our eternal life with him in glory. But we got to glorify him while we are on our earthly journey. He never said this earthly journey would be easy. No, it wasn't easy for Jesus. So, of course, it was going. It's going to be a fight. We're going to have some letdowns. We're going to have some setbacks, some good times, some bad. But we still have the Lord there, and if we if we are able to share the Word of God, impart into one another, and just being able to just you know love on the Lord how He loves on us, apply His Word, share and His Word with one another, pray together. Worship together. These are the things Jesus did while he walked this earth until it was time for him to, to go on into heaven. And he overcame this world. He said, we also will too. But we just got to hold on to God. And everything else will be, be fine. It won't be easier, but it will be fine. But we got to be able to trust God. We got to be able to believe. And no matter what happened on this earth, this journey, we still have to say, you know what? No matter what happened, no matter what's going on, Lord, I know you're there. Lord, I know you're fighting. Lord, I know you're fighting for me, and I know that you're fighting. And all I have to do is do my part, and everything is going to be fine. We have to say that out of our mouth. We got to say it with power because our words have power. But we got to believe when we speak out of our mouth, we got to speak encouragement, speak power out of our mouth and know that everything is will be all right because the Lord is with us always to the end of time and thereafter, even in eternity. Hallelujah. And he is a way maker and he'll make the impossible possible. So on this night and forevermore, my brothers and my sisters, keep your head high. Don't have it hanging low because the Lord has done so much for all of us and showed us many, many times his power and how situations in the past he brought us through and brought us out. So we have to know that he will bring us out 
of these times that we are in. It may take longer than the rest of the situations in the past. But we know we have faith that God will deliver. Our God will deliver. Amen and thank God. Amen, amen. Amen. The line is, is open. Does anyone want to say anything before we conclude for the night? Does anyone want to say anything? The floor is open. Amen. Amen, man. I just want to tell you, encourage you that the word was awesome tonight. I thank God for it. And you've encouraged my soul tonight. Amen. 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 Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Amen. That encouragement goes a long way. We got to be able to impart it to one another. That encouragement, you know, and still give thanks and honor and glory to God, you know, because he has done mighty and amazing things for all of us. You know, we, we thank the Lord tonight and forevermore. Does anyone else want to say anything be, before we pray out and have our... Does anyone else want to say anything who's on the line tonight? No prophet of... Uh... Uh, home, and this is Miss Marvin from the YMCA. I just thank God that you are, you all are here on the line, uh, covering us with the Word of God. This is Miss Marvin from the YMCA. Amen, amen. Thank you for for coming, you know, and just hearing the Word of God. And you know, we all are in agreement. Doesn't matter who, how many were on tonight. We all were in agreement. Uh, you know, we were uh, together reading along. And, and together, all of us in agreement. So, you know, I thank God, you know, that we can, we are able to do these things and share the word together, all of us, you know, because we all, through the worship, through the song and worship, through the prayers, and through the, just the reading of his word, you know, God, this does God's heart, give him that, 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 that much needed, you know, you know, joy, you know, that it brings to him. So, you know, we just give honor and glory to him because he is worthy to be praised. Amen. 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 Yes, sir. Amen. 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 Uh, we're going to, we're going to, uh, do we have any announcements uh, before we pray out tonight? Amen. Yeah. We have um, reading guys, um, like y'all guys coming in to, um, throughout the week of uh, ELR Prophetic Shift. Um, we have on Wednesday night is Apostolic Night Alignment with Chief Apostle Rodney Tate out of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, it's at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And at um, Thursday night is a mantle of prayer with Prophet Linda Lane. Amen. On Wednesday night, uh, Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then on Sunday Sunday morning, we have our Sunday morning manor. Amen. Um, and I'm a speaker for that on that uh, Sunday morning along with Prophet Holman. Um, so we just give God glory for what he was doing. Uh, one thing I do want to bring out, uh, what brought, caught my eye and caught my attention um, through the message is that the purpose of the earthquake was not for the delivery for Paul and Silas. The purpose of that earthquake was a, a delivery deliverance for the jailers, for the non-believers. And what, what God is doing right now through the pandemic, 
he's using the COVID-19 to shake up the non-believers. Amen. But at the same time, when he does what he does with the ecclesia, he's actually waking the ecclesia up, the church, the body, church body. We are the body of Christ. He has waking up the church body to let us know that we need to get on our post. We need to get on our post and we need to draw nearer to him. And, and you notice throughout the whole time when there was an earthquake took place, a prison break that took place in the midst of the, of, um, during the time at midnight. Um, you notice Paul and Silas did not move. Paul and Silas did not move once because of the fact that they were Roman citizens themselves. Okay? They were Roman citizens. And then on top of that, they realized they didn't do nothing wrong. They didn't do anything wrong. The only thing they only thing that upset the Romans is that their money was getting messed up. Because, you know, a young lady got saved and got filled with the Holy Ghost because she was a psychic and she was a soothsayer. So she was bringing money. She was bringing money into uh, into the she was, uh, into the market. So when she uh, decided to make up her mind to, to convert, and um, she she got delivered and saved and set free, that's when the Romans got upset, not realizing that Paul and Silas were already Roman citizens. Okay, so the the, the earthquake, the purpose of the earthquake, the purpose of the hurricanes in our lives, the purpose of of uh, things being dismantled, it's not uh, for us to, uh, the believers, the purpose of that is for one to cry out to him more and draw near. But another thing is a sign to the unbelievers to let them know that this thing is real. Even though I'm going to bring you through this pandemic, I'm going to bring you through all this situation, I'm going to bring you through this uh, false accusation, I'm going to bring you through everything you just got to be in place. He didn't move. The whole time he did not move. Just like the uh, the, the Hebrew boys. And, and before their name, remember their names um, in the Bible, they were, their names changed to, uh, to Satrach, Meshach, and Abednego because it was due to the, ba- the Babylonian captivity. So that was not their original name. So, see, it's amazing how society tried to change your name and change your characteristic and try to change who you are. And this is what he's doing in the pandemic enemy think that he was trying to do, guys. He think that he was going to try to change the church, the ecclesia, doing change the name by placing us into Babylonian captivity, placing us into famine, placing us into the point that we don't have enough food, place us to the point that our finances are out of way, place us in the finances when you know, when we have to go to unemployment, place us in, in, in this predicament. But because of the fact of that the Hebrew boys did not bow down and they did not serve, this, this, you know, the pagan God, okay, the Holy Spirit had to step in and cover them. Just the same way with, same way exact with the, with the jail, with uh, uh, Paul and Silas, Okay. The same exact way, God had to show up and show out and step in and show that he is God. Show that he is God. And like I said, I was great. That was uh, I was so grateful to that message on tonight. And that was uh, that, that, that 
caught my attention real quick that that's what is happening to us right now, that he's going to give us a, 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 a prison break experience. But only if people are ready to experience that and be ready to, in the prison break, be able to stand in place and stand in position as uh, men and women of God, stand in position as, fa- as family in the body of Christ and be able to stand for what is right. And we thank God for that word on tonight. We thank God for the word of God on tonight. God bless you. Amen. 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 We're going to pray uh, tonight before we conclude. And uh, just pray that uh, God just begins to move on all of our behalf and that we keep our faith in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this blessed Tuesday and this Tuesday night. Just being able to go on your word another time. Father God, we don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know if we'll see another Tuesday night. But we just thank you, Lord, for this night, for this moment, just being in your word, being able to to sing and to worship and to the reading of your word just by reading together and being in agreement with your Father. Father God, we lift your name on high. We, we, we magnify your name. We give you praise because you are worthy to be praised. You make a way out of no way. When we see there is no way, you turn things around. And Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for turning things around on all of our behalf. You did it so many times before, way before, and you're doing them now, Father God. And we, I know it's taking more time than before, but we still are thanking you, Lord. We know, Father God, you are working. Father God, we just lift your name on high, and we just thank you. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for just being in your word another time, just reading your word, Father God. We just thank you, Lord, for the strength that your word gives and that you give, Father. In your name we pray. We pray for all our brothers and our sisters all around the earth, strength, love, peace, Harmony, uh, togetherness, building, doors opening, doors that need to be closed, close them, Father. Open them, Father, for all of all of us. Have your way. In Jesus' name we pray, tonight and forevermore. Amen and thank God. Amen. 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 We thank you guys for turning the ELR Prophetic Shift podcast when we are spreading the word of God throughout the nation. God bless you on tonight. Amen. And may the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue to rest you on the ride in this kingdom. Forevermore, until we meet again next Tuesday night, God bless you. Amen. Thank God. Amen. Good night. Good night, guys.